The following is a Breaker and Bane Network production. For the duration of the podcast, please silence all cell phones. Good, yeah, 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 you too, man. Yeah. Shh. Oh, yeah. That's my jam. This is Breaker and Bane up at the movies. This is Breaker and Bane up at the movies. This is. Break up and bait up at the movies, yeah, this is Break up and bait up at the movies, yeah Alright fellas Go ahead and take it from here What you got now? What you got now? Dude, we got a season finale. We do. This is, this we is the end of Breaker and Bait at the Movies. Are it you is. are you sad? Are you happy? Nervous? Excited? The, the saddest part about this is I'm not going to be able to hear that theme song for, what, another year? Well, I mean, technically, you could listen to it whenever you want to. But. I could, but I'm not going to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it is, that It's shit. probably the best theme song for any of the shows we have. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because when we started this, we were like not sure if we were going to keep Breaker and Bait at the Movies. Yeah. Back on the old format, but then we were like, that song is so amazing, we have to. It just, it's amazing. I yeah. don't know. For all you guys keeping count at home, the song is the only reason why we continue to do this show. Absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that we're talking about Batman Begins. Well, yeah, that too. Holy shit, man. Yeah. So, um, if it weren't for Batman Begins, I don't know if the Batman voice would be a thing now. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Where, that's where it was born. Yeah. Now, it morphed and got a little bit weirder as the movies went. It um, did. But this is like the first Batman movie, in my opinion, that like really, I was like, wow, that was really good. Yeah. Because the last one was Batman and Robin. Was the shits. That came out in 90, 98, I would yeah. say. It's ranked as one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah. It is so and not just Batman movies. Horrible. And not just Batman movies, right? right? Just, just movies. In general. Yes. Yeah. Um, so initially, I don't know if you know this, it was going to be called Batman Intimidation Game. That would have been a badass name. Yeah, well, it makes sense, though, because it was all about right. the, the scare toxin. Yeah. But I think they were like, you know what? We want to make sure it's got no connection to those previous films. Right. And it's its own trilogy. Um, yeah, I mean, I love Batman Begins. Yeah. Uh, I Great think The movie. Dark Knight will be a part of season two for sure. Absolutely, it has to be. Um, but to me, Batman Begins, we got to see a different side of Bruce Wayne. We got to see like why he, you know is Batman, what, how he right. became Batman, why he did the things he did. Right. Uh, we see his parents gunned down, which is just... Always sad to see. Yeah. In every incarnation of yeah. the Batman and then it, in a lot of ways, they, they, they told it kind of like, you know, he got scared at the opera and wanted to leave because it was like kind of freaking him out. Right. He, they leave early and his parents get shot. So is it his fault? They never really say that, but you can kind of assume a kid would think that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he actually did say that. He's like, if I hadn't gotten scared, they wouldn't be... They wouldn't be hurt. He said that to Alfred. Right. Um, but this movie was cast so well. I thought Michael Caine was an amazing Alfred. Absolutely. Uh, Christian Bale probably... I mean, this is also pre-Ben Affleck. Yeah. I thought it was probably the best Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Been at that point. Yeah. 
He, I mean, he was very fitting in that role. I, I mean, yeah. definitely way better than uh, George Clooney. Yes. Way better than Val Kilmer. Yes, certainly. Know. I'd even dare to say better than, you know, Adam West. <laughs> you both shit. <laughs> that was a big stretch. Um, so anyway, uh, we, can we kind of go back and forth the flashbacks? He meets Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. Uh, and also a guy named Ducard, which is played by Liam Neeson. Right. And probably one of the biggest twist endings in movie history, because I certainly did not see that coming. No, no, I did not. I guess we should kind of rewind back. So Ra- Ra's al Ghul dies when he's being trained there, because they want Bruce Wayne to kill this uh, this guy that's like a murderer, criminal, thief. Right. Bad, bad dude. And they're like, we want you to basically cut his head off. And he's like, no. He's like, I'm not an executioner. Right. And he's like, these criminals will not share your um, hesitation. He goes, and that's why it's so important. It's what separates me from them. Yeah. Which I thought was a really good uh, good way of how he, of why he does what he does. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, I have to because, you know, I don't kill. Yeah. And, and ends up there basically telling him he has to. He ends up starting a fire. And, you know, everyone kind of takes off. Him and Ra's al Ghul have a sword fight. Ra's al Ghul dies. He ends up saving Ducard just barely, which was one of my favorite scenes when he, like, basically catches him with one arm and uses his, his uh, the, the things on his, like, cuff, mm-hmm. grab on that ice and yanks him back up. I was just like, that's so awesome. Oh, yeah. And, then tells, and that guy's like, I'll tell him you saved his life. And he's like, thank you. And you kind of forget about that part. He makes right. his way back to Gotham, meets up with Alfred again. And is kind of beginning the things to become Batman, essentially. But we don't know who he is yet. We don't yeah. know what it's about yet. And well, we do, but you know, he isn't. Then then they go through. Um, he's kind of finding his way through the city, and you know, he's getting. The, he's ordering the mask, and he's getting all the stuff from Wayne Enterprises to make the suit, mm-hmm. including the Batmobile. Which, yes. What did you think of the Batmobile when you first saw this? I dug it. It was a way different take on yeah. the Batmobile, but yeah. I, I dug it. I remember seeing the very first pictures of the set, and I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I didn't like it at all. Really? At first. When I actually yeah. saw it in the movie, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, anytime something's different, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, like, it, it, it never really bothers me, because, I mean, I feel like now, if, if they were to go back to, like, 90s Batmobile, it'd be campy. Yeah, it would. Be, you know? It would. So, I'm, I'm all about it. Because even in Batman versus Superman, you know, we're good 10 years after this movie. Yeah, and uh, not actually eleven years, and they use a similar version of the Batmobile, right? So yeah, and it still looks badass, mm-hmm. you know, very much. Uh, so, uh, main villain, I guess, would be uh, Scarecrow in this film. Yes, it's kind of kind of changes a little bit. Scarecrow, obviously, Doctor Crane mm-hmm. is essentially getting mob guys out of prison and into psychiatric help. Right um, now, his childhood friend is uh, Rachel. He's got a little thing for her. She's a district attorney, or she works for the district attorney, I think. Sure, yeah. And um, he's kind of helping her with these uh, with these cases of these of these criminals, and, yeah, and stuff. And she's kind of like this Batman guy is like, it's not the worst thing ever, right? So anyway, uh, what else happens from there? So he ends up. I mean, I know he ends up on the subway. That's when he first kind of like shows up to her. And the scarecrow, no Batman, 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 yeah, yeah. And um, he shows up to her, gets like leverage on the judge and all this stuff, and ends up essentially helping her start taking down these criminals, and yeah. which they don't like, and so that kind of makes her a target 
and eventually she almost gets kidnapped by well she does get kidnapped by the scarecrow essentially right yep and uh he ends up finding her and they they he injected her with a toxin he's trying to save her life and that's when he's at this party it's actually his birthday party mm-hmm. he's downstairs he's like okay I, I saved her we need to get more of this to- this uh substance of su- uh, that uh that Lucius Fox, which is played by Morgan Freeman, who's actually the guy that helps him get all his stuff. Right. Which funny thing about Morgan Freeman, he's like, Mr. Wayne, you don't have to tell me what you're doing. That's fine. But don't think that I'm an idiot. Right. And he's like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. And um, and so he they save her life. He's up at his birthday party. He's like, all right, I got to get these people out of here. And this woman's like, hey, I want you to meet this guy. This is Ra's al Ghul. And he's like, Ra's al Ghul's dead. And all of a sudden, it's Liam Neeson. And he's like, or is that just cheap parlor tricks to reveal your you know, true identity. Yeah. And that point you realize Liam Neeson himself, who is pretending to work for Ra's al Ghul is in fact, Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. I did not expect that at all. No, that not totally all. caught me off freaking guard. You know what? I, it brings up a question because you and I both watch arrow. Yes. Um, not to go too off topic with this movie, but you and I both watch arrow now in arrow. Ra's al Ghul is more or less a title versus someone's actual name. Yes. So do you think maybe he wasn't Ra's al Ghul at first, and, but he was next in line to be Ra's al Ghul? Ra's al Ghul? Yeah, because sometimes it's Ra's, yeah. depending on the interpretation. Um, I, I don't know. Like maybe that, that's what had happened? That could be. Because I mean, um, they never really talked about that in the movie. Right, but at the same time, technically Ra's al Ghul is immortal. Oh, you're right. He gets Lazarus, Lazarus pit. Because he doesn't really die. So... I think there's also different interpretations, in the, right. and I and I I'll be honest, I haven't read all the comics. I haven't either. I've seen. I remember Ra's al Ghul from uh, from Batman the animated series. Yep. But I don't think I know each each show comic whatever they're a little bit different. Yeah. And they have their own interpretations. I've never heard of that being a title, more or less. I always thought that was the name. Right. Well, I did too until because, until like, Arrow because his daughter was Talia al Ghul. Right. So I just assumed that was his name. Right. So I don't know if Arrow kind of took it upon themselves to kind of change things up a little bit or, or what the hell happened. I have no idea. But I think, honestly, I think Liam Neeson was Ra's al Ghul. And what they did, if you notice, his beard kind of had, it was a little thicker right here on mm-hmm. the chin. So he kind of had the Ra's al Ghul beard except he had the full goatee. Yeah. So you never really suspected. Right. And then they had Ken Watanabe playing Ra's al Ghul, the imposter, and he had like the traditional like two little beards. Yep. So I don't know. It was kind of a, a different take. I certainly didn't expect that. And the thing was, no. they did it so well, you kind of just forget that, oh yeah, Liam Neeson's in this movie. Yeah. And essentially what they're doing is they're poisoning the water. Mm-hmm. They're putting this stuff in the water that everybody's drinking and showering in and everything else. And then they have this microwave emitter that they steal from Wayne Enterprises, which is going to turn, it's going to vaporize all the water. When that happens, basically you start hallucinating yeah. and you start getting scared and it's going to turn the whole city into chaos yeah. and panic. Um, which is insane to think. And oh, they basically they, his whole idea is I want Gotham to destroy itself. Yeah. Which is, and, but it's like in his mind, it's totally justified. Yeah. So now of course, Batman, Bruce Wayne has to stop him. And, uh, you know, they, they are out on the streets and that's when you see like, People all freaking out and going crazy, and uh, I don't know. It just it's a nuts. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy fucking movie. Absolutely, it is. Now, how does he stop him? Um, 
Well, what happens is... Because does he stop the Scarecrow? Because I know Scarecrow was in the second movie, too. Yes. He, uh, Scarecrow was more or less a pawn. Right. And um, basically, what, what it was is they were, they were putting their stuff into the drugs that Carmine Falcone was right. pushing through. And so it was, essentially, it was looked like cocaine and stuff, but there okay. was more in there than they thought. And uh, Crane was just a pawn because yeah. his, his hallucinogen is what they needed to, uh, to make people panic. Because remember, he would, sp- he would spray it in your face and you'd kind of start to yeah, yeah, yeah. freak out. And so they, they weaponized that. Oh, remember, actually, kind of going back, remember when he first meets Ra's al Ghul, he's like, bring up this blue flower, a rare blue flower, and bring it up to the top of this mountain. And he was like, it was, it was some type of hallucinogen in this flower. Remember, he makes him breathe it in and he starts seeing weird stuff oh, when yeah. they're training. And he was like, basically, Crane took that flower and weaponized it. Ah. And um, so the, the city's kind of going crazy and Batman's able to get that, that antidote. He tells uh, Morgan Freeman, Lucius Fox, to make as much as possible because they're going to need a lot. Right. Because the whole city's going crazy. Right. Uh, he ends up fighting with Ra's al Ghul on the uh, on the train, and uh, and he's like, "You change your mind about killing?" He goes, "Nope, but I don't have to save you." And he kind of leaves him on the train, and yeah. the train crashes. Um, there was a fan theory for years that you could actually see Ra's al Ghul jumping off. Really? Yes. And if you watch it really closely, it looks like a guy jumps off. Hmm. Now it's been pretty much disproven, but I remember in the third film, The Dark Knight Rises, there's that little cameo. Where he shows up again, but it's just a dream. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna think like, oh holy shit! Yeah. I think that'd have been cool if he was still alive, right? But wasn't meant to be. No, at least they never answered the question whether he was or not. But um, I mean, it was Batman begin, and then you know, kind of ends with uh, him talking to Rachel, and she's kind of you know, because um, he comes back to the city and he's playing up the Bruce Wayne character almost, like being yeah. a billionaire playboy and oh, driving yeah. the expensive cars. And uh, she was like, you know, it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you. Mm-hmm. And then later on, he, she has this little boy, and he saves her. And she's like, who are you? And he goes, it's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. She's like, oh, my God, that's Bruce. He's Batman. Yeah. He kind of just revealed it to her. And so his house ends up getting burned down in the big fire. He's gonna re- he says he's going to rebuild it all just like it was with the bat. And that's when Alfred's like, maybe we should do a little bit of work to the bat cave, make it a little bit bigger, a little bit better. And, um, and you know, the very, very, very last scene, which is my favorite, he's talking to Commissioner Gordon. And Commissioner Gordon's kind of like, you, you started something here. Because Gordon kind of becomes an ally of his. Yes. Now, a lot of this, we haven't, we haven't really touched on a lot of this movie because there's so much to it. Right. It's hard to go through everything. But Gordon is a cop, but you can tell he's not liking how things are. The guys mm-hmm. are taking payoffs, and you can tell he's just not happy about it. Yeah. But, you know, that's the... It's almost like nothing he can do about it. Right, because the, the guy was like... Basically, he saw his partner taking money from a guy. And he's, right. like, he's, like, he's like, I'm not doing that. But he's like, but I'm no rad. I'm not going right. to tell on anybody. But that's not my thing. But uh, Gordon ends up getting promoted. Not quite to commissioner, but pretty close. I think he's like lieutenant or something, maybe. Yeah. And uh, basically shows him a card. He's like, got a new guy in town. It's a Joker card. And at that moment, I'm like... Fuck yeah! Yes, I was so pumped. When I they, think I think they, everybody was. That was the perfect way to end the movie because absolutely. Just like, oh man, and he's just like. Well, they also revealed the uh, bat, bat symbol or the, 
the bat. What's the spotlight? The, what's it called? I think it's the bat signal, isn't it? That's is that it? I think so. Bat signal with the light on it, though. <laughs> if we're wrong, somebody's like freaking out right now. Probably. While they're listening to this. But uh, so he shows me. He's like, oh, "We got this, you know. That way we can, you know." Yeah. And he's like, "All right, if we ever need it." And uh, he's like, "I never got a chance to say thank you." And he goes, "You'll never have to." And he takes off, and mm-hmm. that's kind of the end of Batman Begins. Uh, this is like the best Batman film at this time until the the Dark Knight came out, and the reason is is because it was just like they completely figured out this character. They and it was a good movie. It wasn't a shit movie, right? And they did very well with with Scarecrow and Ross Al Ghul and yeah, everything about it was just and Scare- Scarecrow awesome. was a very interesting choice yeah. for a villain, mm-hmm. um, which and, and I think that dude nailed it. Yes, I think that guy fucking nailed it. Well, they didn't make it cartoony. No, yeah. And, Just and, like when the Dark Knight, when they did Two Face, they did him very well. And that's oh yes, absolutely. Uh, Two Face was done extremely well, and, and the Joker. And that's the thing with Batman villains is most of them are extremely cartoony. Mm-hmm. So for them to like do them in such a way where it's not that way, right? Um, it's it's pretty amazing. I agree, and it's just like uh, you know. They didn't dive into like Killer Croc or or Two Face or I'm not Two Face or like Clayface or anyone like that, but sure. Still, they did very well. Yeah. Even when they did Bane, very different than not yeah. not you Bane, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they did him very different than you would think because it was all steroids and stuff that made him how he was. But they did it in a way that was just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this is a this badass dude, you know? Yeah. So, I'm a big Batman Begins fan. I um, I still think the Dark Knight's probably the best. I would say it's the best of the three. Um, with, with Batman Begins being number two and The Dark Knight Rises being number three. Yeah. And All I, three good, though. Yeah, and that's the thing is I'm not hating number three either. Um, the Dark A lot Dark of people Rises. don't like that one. I still think it's just as good. I think it's just as good, too. I I, I don't really... I've never really understood the knock on it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, do I think it's as action-packed as the other one? No. No. Um, I, I think it still tells a great story, and I think that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I mean, I've never really hated on it. I, I don't understand why people do, but... Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I think at this one it, it's, it explores such a different side of Batman, right? Because it's like we actually see how he becomes Batman. Yeah. Which honestly, and the weird thing, and I, I feel like this is why the Amazing Spider-Man didn't do well. They retold the origin. It's like okay, we we know he got bit by a spider. His yeah. uncle Ben dies. We don't need to re- see that again. Right. That was my whole thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, we get it. Right. We don't need that again. Just like if they if they if they do a new Batman with Ben Affleck, we don't need an origin because we've seen it now. Right. Go a different route. Just right. like if they make a new Punisher movie. Like I, I was so glad how they did the Punisher and Daredevil. We don't need to see how it's I mean you can do flashbacks and stuff, certainly, but yeah. you don't need the origin again because we've already seen it. Right. And I hope when they do the Punisher Netflix series, it's more of a you know, takes place either right after his family's death or before the events of Daredevil. You know, that's yeah. what I hope. So yeah. Um, but I, you know, I don't know. It's just, it kind of depends on how you look at it, but I think Batman begins will always go down as one of the best Batman films. If for sure, at the very least if people say, Oh, the dark Knight's better. I would agree. But without Batman begins, the dark Knight would have never happened. No. Yeah. 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 You need it. Well, and the thing is Batman in the they, film, the studio needed to know that a darker Batman would have worked and people right. would go see it. Right. Well, it, Batman has never had like on film, like an actual origin. Right. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, they, they did need that one. So I, I think it was, pretty much the perfect way to tell the origin story of Batman. Agreed. And it's to me it's still one of the one of the greatest comic book adaptations of all time. Yeah. They took characters like Razal Ghoul, excuse me, and the Scarecrow 
and made them seem legitimate. I mean, the way they right. did Scarecrow, I thought was very well done with like the suit and the mask. Yeah, which and I was always under the impression that he was just a, pretty much a Scarecrow come to life. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because they've never really done it like a mask before. Well, well, then like the cartoon, he was like it was pretty much how it was. Was it? Yeah, he he, he would scare people with, oh, okay. with what I he had. I didn't realize that. But he just was a real skinny, lanky guy, and he dressed like a scarecrow. Okay, so it was kind of kind of hokey still. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, very very cool stuff. Anyway, this wraps up Breaker Main Epic the movies. This season one is over. Season two will start. We don't know yet, but we don't. Sometime soon. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you guys for listening to the whole, all of season one. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have some ideas for movies you would like us to have on season two, whenever that happens, tweet us at Brian Breaker ODR or at Big Underscore Bane. Boom. There it is. See you very soon. Yes. at it again this is the part where the credits are rolling and breaker and bane have now left the movies all the ushers are cleaning up the theater hell they are looking at me like i am crazy now the security's here to usher me out i guess i better go right now <laughs>